systems work, people fail. This is the Advisor Mentorship Podcast, proven systems and processes for the 21st century advisor with Jeremy Hauser. In today's crowded marketplace, advisors must find a way to differentiate themselves from the competition. Learn how to elevate your game and accomplish incredible feats as Jeremy teaches you proven systems and processes to successfully build a 21st century advisory practice and discover how developing a work-life balance is not only possible, but achievable. Jeremy Hauser works with some of the top financial professionals in the country and helps them realize their full potential. His advisor mentorship program guides these professionals to help implement proven systems and processes that lead to results. Jeremy has a special guest today, someone who will share his direct experience in the program. So today, very excited to announce our special guest, uh, not only a, a good business partner, but also a good friend of us here at InsureMark and myself, Tim Whistler, So who joined our firm approximately in 2019, so about three years ago. He's an IAR. So Tim, can you tell the audience a little bit about who you are and what you do? Hey, Jeremy. Um, yeah, my name is Tim Whistler. Uh, I own and operate the firm known as the Whistler Agency. Went full-time, opened the practice full-time, I should say, back in March of 2004 and uh, have been cranking along ever since and uh, loving where we're at and very excited for what the future looks like. 2004 to roughly 2019 as an independent advisor, you actually found InsureMark. And as I was thinking about this, so although you joined us in 2019, I'm pretty sure me and you were uh, engaged in conversation for how many years do you think? You know, that's, that's fantastic that you asked that question because I was going back through some emails and I had to change out the laptop that I have right now. I think I've had for, I don't know, five or six years, something like that. So the farthest, or I should say, yeah, the, 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 the email that you sent to me, I guess the longest time ago was back in 2015. So, <laughs> so I, and I laughed out loud. I'm like thinking this is fantastic. And so you, it started kind of dripping on me back then. And, and at that time, you know, I, I was content with where I was at with my practice, but I, I knew I wasn't where I needed to be, but I wasn't quite ready for that change quite yet. Cause I had certain things obviously going on logistically and whatnot. And, but uh, th that's where you had sent that email. And, and uh, I, I just loved your approach because you were always talking about success of advisors and, you know, Hey, this is, this is something that one of my advisors just has realized in his practice with his marketing, with his advertising, with his internal processes, you know, whatever the topic was that you wanted to share. And it never really came across as you talking about how fantastic the entity was in Suremark. And that, that resonated with me because I feel, felt as though, okay, clearly if an advisor is having success, he or she is in the right spot. So clearly in Suremark is a fantastic resource. And I always knew that if the, if the day came where I did, you know, didn't need to make a change or look elsewhere, uh, I knew that you were going to be the first call. No, I, I appreciate it. Actually, uh, you probably didn't know this, but the day that you called, I was actually on the golf course and, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe I shouldn't be talking about that, but, uh, but I remember when I, when you told me that, uh, yeah, you're, you're open to some new ideas and looking to move forward. I was in between on hole two, like my second <laughs> shot <laughs> and, and putting my phone on the ground and muted it. I was listening to you, but then I picked it back up and I was like, man, I'm excited to actually get the opportunity here. <laughs> so you probably didn't know that. I but, did not know that. But that's fantastic. <laughs> so you mentioned some challenges or what, so what exactly, what challenges did you have in your business 
prior to joining well with InsureMark and then taking the next step, we started doing the AMP advisor mentorship program. So what challenges in your business before hopping on board? You know, I think the biggest challenge was um, simply consistency. You know, just a lack of consistency with business systems, with marketing results. Um, you know, and again, this is not a no disrespect to any firm I've worked with in the past. I just kind of felt like there was always something missing. You know, I'd either have the firm would be fantastic about providing some great marketing ideas, but maybe they were a little bit weak on helping me, supporting me with case design, you know, or then vice versa. Somebody would be fantastic of saying, hey, when you get in front of that prospect, we'll be able to help you put together a fantastic proposal for them. But I was like, well, okay, well, then how am I supposed to get in front of prospects? You know, it just, it never felt like it was the right fit. And, um, you know, like you said, when I had to make a couple of changes to my practice towards the end of 18 and knew I needed to make a change, I'm like, that's, I knew exactly who I'm going to call. And, and, uh, you know, so since that time, those challenges have certainly been met since we've been working together now for nearly three years. And, you know, and although the, the topics we talk about on this is more and more advisors come on systems processes. So I'm going to go through a quick couple of numbers for you. And I'm, I'm sure, cause you're, I mean, you dive into your numbers too, but I'm going to go through some stats real quick. So 2019 was the first year that full on, I guess, probably the last six months of the year is when you started to kind of rev up a little bit on business. But during that time frame, you were doing some rebranding you're going through some systems to put yourself out there marketing. And what's crazy to me is over that six-month period, if we fast forward to what your 2020 results were, you jumped up your business 500%. <laughs> Goodness. That's in the bar kind of high. <laughs> yeah. And, and might I add too, so what's interesting is the industry was down 23% in 2020, but Tim Whistler was up 500%. That's, uh, yeah, that's, that's amazing to know that. I did not know that number. I knew it was, and you know, you and I both obviously know and talk quite a bit. I knew 2020 was a, was a, was a end up being a fantastic year, but I had no idea it was to that level. So let's fast forward to today through the end of July, at least what I have have here. Um, so year to date, you're at about 90% of what you've already done last year. So it was a good record year. And I know you're on track for your goals to finish out this year, basically to double your business. So can you tell us a little bit about how things are going for you this year and, and where you're at today in 2021? Sure. Uh, the momentum just continues to, to carry on. I, it's, I can't believe it's, you know, here we are already nearly in the middle of August. Um, you know, fully through the third quarter now. And, and, uh, but I just still continue to film to see the the momentum that's coming in. And, 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 and really that is truly a tribute to systems, what we've talked about, what you constantly preach. And, and, you know, so we, we've got, you know, we've got virtual seminars that, that are going out. I'm still getting my message out locally here through radio advertising. Um, we're now using a systematic email process to stay in front of clients and prospects. And here we are now going through our second year of the Whistler While You Retire podcast, which is, I, I can't believe that's already flown by a year now. And, and I, I truly believe that you know those types of resources that I have in my practice that I didn't have a few years ago are truly the reason why we, we've been able to grow the way, the way we've grown, simply that the message hasn't changed. It's just simply you know, that the, the tools have changed and the right tools are now in place for, for that type of growth. So with those resources that you're utilizing today to market, get in front of new people, and it sounds like 
a lot of those you picked up over the course of the last two to three years. I know you were doing radio beforehand. Um, so maybe some of these newer ones are relatively new. Uh, what challenges do you find yourself today now as you're growing in your business? Um, what, what are the challenges today with, it sounds like you just rattled off four to five different things you're doing and you're one guy. What, what challenges are there for you? Well, there, there's a couple of challenges that, that I see. You know, one of them is an internal. You know, if if I didn't share this on a podcast, no one would know about this one. <laughs> but, but like you said, you know, I am a one man show, and and you know, being in, incredibly protective of my practice, you know, does create challenges for me. And and I know you and I have talked about this extensively. So, you know, I'm, I'm getting to the point where I would want to make sure that I don't leave a client short of service that they need. So, you know, I need, I truly need to find somebody that can kind of help me with some of the, I don't say they're, they're not important, they're just tedious tasks off my plate they, that I need to kind of delegate those to somebody. Um, but as you know, I've, we've talked about this before. I have, you know, that challenge for me is because I have trouble handing over the keys of the kingdom, you know? And so, so, you know, I'm working on this challenge at the moment with the help of, of my Dr. Hauser and, uh, <laughs> we're working through some things like that, but that that'll happen soon. I, I think we'll be able to get a, an assistant on board either, you know, in person or probably more virtually just kind of help me with some of those things. So that'll be one of the biggest challenges, which is a, is a wonderful challenge to have. I'm, I'm so thankful for that. And I think the second challenge in business today is a very important one and one that I focus in on with every conversation that I have. And it's people simply don't know what they don't know. So my challenge is simply help people learn what they don't know. You know, one of the most common challenges that I that I see is people just don't understand how to not hold on to their assets, you know, hold them, hold their assets hostage when they step into retirement. And Patrice and I talk about this regularly on my podcast. Retirement is not about assets. It's about income. And you must have multiple reliable streams of lifetime income to fund your retirement. So I show them how to have a license to spend without running out of money. So that challenge for me is making sure that as I'm, as I'm engaging with a converse, in a conversation with a prospect, whether it be you know, through a webinar, whether it be over the phone, whether it be you know, at their kitchen table, is just making sure that I learn their learning mechanisms you know what how what helps them understand and process something they've never, probably never even heard before so that's just a constant ongoing challenge to make sure that I'm able to connect with a with a client to truly be able to help them understand what they don't know what they don't know yeah and and that's the the struggle too with a lot of advisors um obviously if the problem you're having is growing too fast to your to your words, that's that's a great problem to have. And I know when we do these monthly calls for the the AMP program, and you kind of get to hear from other advisors in the same shoe, and put yourself in you know not an island and not isolation. So, is there anything necessarily that you get out of those monthly calls that we do for for AMP on the Mondays? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, we've all heard that phrase, "Iron sharpens iron," and um, hearing from other advisors. From all across the country is is truly fantastic. I, I love that hour that we have every month together because it's 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 advisors coming together, sharing what's working. You know, not holding back, not not saying, hey, you know, hey, I'm going to protect my entity because you know you're you're a threat to me. You know, you could take business from me. Nobody ever has that type of mentality. It's like we are in this business to serve clients. Period. And you know, we're one band, one noise. You know, we we march to the same beat, and it's just having resources that are being shared by other advisors who are realizing success and, and success comes from helping clients 
achieve success. So I love the fact that we have those calls and, and uh, we're able to kind of just transparently share resources on what's working from one advisory firm to the next. And it's it's probably nice to to be on those calls too, as we show numbers and and not be the low man on the tucking pole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the competition does come to the fruition. Yes, it's nice to see. I'm like, okay, I, I'm right here. I'm good. So, <laughs> yes, I love that. And you mentioned it, and and that's why you know I love working with so many advisors across the the country, and and you do such a great job because you truly care about that customer. And so what to our audience here. So what kind of drives you? So what, what is it? Why, why do you, you genuinely, when we put cases together and help people retire safely and give them protection, what is that? Where does that drive come from? Or why, why is the passion there to do that? That passion was born uh, 21 years ago. And, um, you know, back then I'm in corporate America. I had no desire, no thought about running my own practice. I was climbing the corporate ladder. I was an account executive with a direct marketing company, and and I thought, you know, this is I'm going to be good at this. I'm gonna I'm gonna strive to be as best as I can be and climb that ladder, and you know, keep you know, create continue to create great salary and benefits, blah blah blah. And um, our oldest son was just born that year in February of 2000. Cameron was born, and shortly thereafter, my mom uh, became sick, and it turned into a terminal illness, and she passed away of small cell cancer in June of 2000. She was 52. And it was that moment that I just, you know, you look at life through a different lens instantly. You know, when I was there at my mother's bedside, holding her hand and watching her take her last breath, I mean, it's still, that visual will never leave my mind. And, and it's like at that moment, I thought, holy cow, you know, life is truly very fragile. It's very precious. What am I doing with my life? And I started kind of thinking through a little bit. Again, I wasn't unhappy where I was at in, in corporate America, but I just didn't feel you know, maybe at that time, maybe I'm not fulfilling something. Maybe I'm not fulfilling a purpose. And it was shortly thereafter, uh, watching my dad, you know, now he's a widower at 55, had just retired and kind of saw some things he went through. It wasn't really bad financially, but it could have been better. And that's when I kind of thought, you know what, maybe I should look into doing something that can maybe help people if they went through what my father went through. And that's when I started to glance over some options as far as, you know, could I be in business for myself? Could I help somebody? And that's when I started earning my licenses. I got all my insurance licenses, um, you know, on board back in 2000. Again, I'm still working full time for corporate America. So, you know, I still had my nine to five. And so evenings and weekends, you know, I'm the guy who's pounding the phone and interrupting your dinner, asking you if you, you want a competitive bid on your auto and home insurance, you know, cause that's what I got my start. And, um, but, you know, it just kind of evolved from there. And I just firmly believed that I did not, you know, no longer did I want to really just have a life where I was just making a living. I wanted to make a difference. And, um, you know, so unfortunately, you know, my mom never got to see a business card. She's never seen me speak in front of an audience. She's never heard a podcast, but she truly is the fuel that drives my passion every single solitary day to go out and find folks who I can help, help, you know, help them achieve what they're looking to do in retirement. I've never, never heard the story. So that's, that's actually, uh, that's that's pretty good, Tim. Um, no, and, and that's why it's it's so great to you know you get to meet so many people in this industry, and and the main goal is everybody is driven to to just protect. And those life those life changing events when those occur, you want to be able to be there. I think you even tell me what what's that saying you say you want to be there on their their worst day or what? I thought you said something about. Like uh, you want to be that main person where it's not about just being there on the highs of their day, but you want to be that that person there on their lowest day, 
or something. I don't know. I thought that was you. Maybe yeah, it wasn't you. Yeah. <laughs> you want to take no, credit no. for it? You know, you, <laughs> sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, anyways, but yeah, that's, that's for the most part. No, I, that's a good touch point. So right now you mentioned a little bit, but I do want to kind of talk about that because that's the struggle of 2020 to today. And we had to really recreate the, not just recreate, but also make sure that we were expanding how people found you. And so I know you're starting to dive into more of doing virtual webinars. So you've expanded your demographic. So can you say a little bit about what what you're doing today? How do people find you? How do consumers um, outside of just Illinois now, how do other people find you now of what you're doing marketing wise? Well, you know, I, I think, you know, a lot of that is, is attributed to the resources that we now have in the practice because of the relationship that I have with you and with Simplicity Wealth. And, and so, you know, above and beyond the radio ads, the website, I mean, I think that our website is fantastic, but obviously, again, if somebody hasn't heard about us, how are they going to know to go to the whistleragency.com? And so, you know, you alluded to that earlier, the, the virtual events, because I remember when everything was shut down and I think we had a Zoom call probably the next day or the next week and just rallying together saying, look, okay, things have changed now in our practice. We still need to get the message out. People are still turning 65. People still have fears and dreams of retirement. We got to get the message out and help them. How are we going to do that? And that's when the, the element of the virtual events, you know, became, started to become a reality. Shortly thereafter, we started talking about the podcast, you know, with the relationship that I have with Proudmouth and, and with, with the podcast, they've enhanced my, my um, footprint with LinkedIn, you know, connecting with other business professionals. So, you know, all of a sudden, like you said before, you know, you know, I was kind of viewed my practice as, you know, here I am in, in central Illinois. How can I expand beyond the airwaves of AM 1470 WMBD? Well, now we're there. Here we are. Now we're, I'm, I've got, you know, we're talking to people in Minnesota and, and down in Texas and, and in Florida, and it's all because of what we're doing virtually. And it's, it's been such a fantastic experience because it truly stems from the fact that it really, truly doesn't matter. We don't have to physically have an office on Main Street to be able to share credibility with somebody. It's, they're just, they're constantly looking for something. Most everybody is living on in social media somehow, and we're just meeting them right where they're at. And, um, you know, with the, with the events that we have put on um, with the help of other advisors and, and the, um, the mentorship that they've provided and, and the relationship with you guys, you know, I, I'm just couldn't be more excited for where we're at right now and, and how to simply just restructure logistically our practice from focusing more on, you know, being at the kitchen table with somebody to simply interacting with somebody, you know, through a virtual event. And um, the, these truly, you know, these resources are truly helping us get in front of more people. Almost too many people, huh? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, it, we did. Yeah, that's a great point because we, we were running virtual events. As you know, we started them pretty hot and heavy back in April and had good success in April and May and June. And, <laughs> and I reached out to you and I said, Hey, Jim, I got a big problem right here, man. I said, I have got a fantastic you know, pool of, of high quality prospects right now who are really engaged with me. And, and I do not want to you know, get too many prospects where I let them fall through the crack. And I said, I'm going to hold off on, on virtual events for a while. I'm not going anywhere. I just need to take care of, of where we're at and, and, and talk about a wonderful problem to have. And and uh, we're, we just had a conversation the other day about, you know, turning on virtual events again. So it is truly a wonderful problem to have right now. And, and um, we're going to be turning those events back on again here very shortly. Yeah. And, and I definitely think in the month of 
July, especially so many people just been caged up. It's like, we're all animals. Right. I mean, you, you took a vacation. <laughs> yep. I took a vacation. I think Patrice has taken a vacation. Everybody out there is trying to get out and just get some sun or just go somewhere. Being well-rested for what is to come for the remainder of the year is definitely is key too to having some success, the work-life balance part of it. For those, so for those advisors that are actually listening here, so what was that determining factor? You mentioned it a little bit, but why did you decide, okay, this is the right place. I want to move forward what, to get start working with myself here in Shermark, the resources. What was the determining factor of just four years, literally four years of talking to you? And it was finally a, I mean, I guess you move slow or uh, <laughs> what, what was the, the aha? Okay. I'm going to start getting a chance and, and going with this. It, it, it truly was. It, and, and yes, I do move. So I, you know, I try to move through life, like with my golf swing, I have to be slow and I have to have tempo with it. Otherwise it just becomes chaos. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, it was, it was one of those things where when I made the change to my practice and the logistical change at that time was to close my office doors because the firm I was going to work for at that point, were going to be putting me in front of their clients at their kitchen table. So I did not need to have an office space anymore. And I was kind of be constantly traveling on the road and interacting with these folks. Well, unfortunately did not go as I thought it would go. So I gave that a, a good effort for just about a year. And that's the time when I realized this firm is not the answer that I thought it was going to be. I need to reach out to Jeremy because this is now the right time. And I remember, because one of the things that concerned me was the fact that not only on the insurance side of the coin, but also on the investment side of the coin. You know, being a 65 licensed advisor, I needed to make sure that I had a had a good RIA firm to to access. And one of the first things that we started talking about was I brought up that question, hey, what are, you know, what some of your what are some of your advisors doing for working with that RIA? And you said, well, we actually have a sister company come on, on board here right away. I'm like, you talk about a perfect scenario. That was exactly what I was looking to hear. And because like I said, you know, the way you had positioned yourself before was truly being a business developer, helping advisors help clients. And that had always resonated with me. And you'd still continue to send that occasional email out. It was never an annoyance. It was like, oh, I got an email from Jeremy, kind of read through it a little bit. And that's what I love. The timing was good. The frequency frequency, you know, was fantastic. The content was so relevant. And that's that's was the determining factor. And I like I've like I've told Patrice, you know, as we've gotten to know each other over this last year of doing podcasting, my practice is, has never been in the position that it is right now. Um, been doing this for 17 years. I feel like I've been doing it for 17 minutes. I still have that that constant energy. I mean, every day I come into my office, I'm like, I get to do this again today. I don't know who I'm going to speak with today, but I can't wait to have that phone call. You know, I get to call one of my clients to see how they're doing. It, it, it's just, it has completely revitalized my practice to the point where I can't even begin to imagine what the next 17 years are going to look like working with you guys. I'm definitely appreciative of the the partnership. And I know the sky's the limit for you. And we're, we're growing, we're growing rapidly. And now it's, it's just making sure that it's not growing too fast and we're not, we're not missing anything on the way there. So I appreciate you taking some time out and joining us here today. Definitely. And most importantly, uh, so where, where can people find you, Tim, or you, you said you have your own podcasts? I do. Yes. Um, so they can find me on the internet. We are at www.thewhistleragency.com and there's no T in Whistler. Um, they can find us on LinkedIn. I've got a, you know, a page out there on LinkedIn. If they just search for Tim Whistler and then our podcast that we have running regularly, 
can be found at their podcast channel. And it's simply entitled Whistler While You Retire. All right, guys, that was really awesome. By the way, listeners, this is Patrice. I got mentioned a couple of times. Yay. There we go. Now, to get the latest episode of Jeremy's Advisor Mentorship Podcast, make sure you follow or subscribe and please share with friends and colleagues. They will appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Advisor Mentorship Podcast with Jeremy Hauser. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available and connect with Jeremy on LinkedIn to stay up to date. If you would like to request our introduction kit, feel free to check out www.advisormentorship.com and click on learn more. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of InsureMark. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only.